the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show in Denver and Colorado Springs, all up and down the Front Range. It is Sunday, January 22nd, coming to you in Denver on News Talk 710 KNUS, coming to you in Colorado Springs on AM 1460 and FM 101.1, The Answer. Happy, happy, happy to have you aboard. What is that big yellow thing in the sky? I haven't seen that since I flew out of Mexico on Tuesday. Oh, that must be the sun. It looks absolutely spectacular. Went out this morning with Bailey, the Mexican street dog, to get some exercise. We only stayed out about 45 minutes. You know what? It was 15 degrees when I left the house in Castle Rock. I'm ready for spring. How about you? 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Mike, you just got back from a week in Mexico. Yep, and the only question I have for myself is why didn't I book a two-week trip with some of those wonderful 52 people that joined me down in Costa Mujeres area of Cancun. It was absolutely fabulous. But you know what? We love Colorado. This is Colorado weather. It's stock show weather. This is what we can expect in January and February and even into March. I've got a group trip going in March, March 7th to the 14th. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. Love to have you join us. Um, We're going to talk, you know what, I'm going to tell you how you can make an easy hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a little bit later in this hour how you can make an easy hundred dollar gift certificate. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to catch up with Steve Shaw. Steve Shaw is the owner and operator of nine black-eyed peas all up and down the front range. They are in Westminster. Lakewood, Pueblo, Colorado Springs. They're in Castle Rock, Inglewood. They've got one in Westminster. But you know what? They won't have one tomorrow in Denver, Colorado. Today is the last day of the store on South Colorado Boulevard, just a little bit north of I-25. We talked with Steve yesterday. I got a lot of emails, a lot of texts, and that will involve... You. We're going to talk to you. We're going to tell you how you can enjoy the last day at the Black Eyed Pea today on Colorado Boulevard. But no, they are not going away. They are going from 9 to 8, which means that Steve just has to ramp it up a little bit to find another location somewhere in maybe Colorado Springs, maybe in Highlands Ranch, maybe in Lone Tree. Maybe somewhere out east. But at any rate, we're going to get you involved in that. In the next hour, we are going to talk with Bebek. Bebek owns Curry K. 
Kingdom up at 44th and Wads. He has the Curry Kitchen over on West Alameda out near 470. We're going to do an event with him in March. In the next hour, we are going to talk with Warren Erpson because, yes, we've got the trip coming up March 7th to the 14th, but he has put together a spectacular. You know what? I love going to Mexico. I live a life that, where I get excited about what I do. But when he told us last week about this property that we're going to go to in September, I got even more excited. Anyway, that's going to set the tone for the show. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. And my new home All right, 13 minutes after 10 o'clock here on The Restaurant Show. Happy to have you with me uh, on a finally sunny Colorado day. Happy you are here. Um, I want to thank Stephen Bonesire at Bonesire's Dutch Bakery in Colorado Springs yesterday for putting out that wonderful sourdough bread on specialist chocolate eclairs, the gluten-free chocolate eclairs, the mocha eclairs, and uh, I want to thank those of you that took the time to come on by. Um, our next event scheduled on the calendar is actually this Wednesday. It will be the Restaurant Show Book Club. That is not a meal deal. That is about uh, a dozen, dozen and a half, 20 of us that get together and talk about books. We meet at the View House Restaurant in Centennial. And if you would like to come, check out my website at mikeboyle.com. Contact Lisa Fellows. She is the coordinator for the book club. We're going to have Pemba Sherpa from Sherpa's Adventure Restaurant in Boulder talking about the book about him, Bridging Worlds, and a couple of other things as well. Nice group of people. Looking forward to seeing them. If you'd like to join us, uh, it's free. You come on Wednesday at about 1 o'clock. You order lunch off a menu. You decide what you want. You decide how much you want to spend. And then we just talk about books. But it's like the restaurant show. We talk about restaurants, travel, movies, books, sports, and whatever we feel like talking about. Um, Next event on the calendar is Saturday, February 4th at Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway. Uh, after that, I've got an event scheduled in March. And you say, well, Mike, that's a pretty good gap. And the reason is... <coughs> me, I able to hit the cough button there. I picked up a terrible cold and cough when I got back from Mexico. Anyway... Probably my penance for uh, going and having such a delightful time. Pictures on my social media pages, Instagram and Facebook, if you would like to check them out. And we also posted a picture on my website at MikeBoyle.com. Anyway, in 2002, late 2001, 2002, whatever it was, my daughter said to me, Dad, you've been to all 50 states. I would like to do that. You just don't meet people that have been to all 50 states. Will you take me? And I said, I'd be happy to. Two things you need to understand. First of all, it takes a while, and you have to drive it. Now, that doesn't mean that you drive from here to Boston, but you fly into New England, rent a car, and drive the New England area. Maybe you fly into Washington, D.C. and do some of the southern states. Maybe you do the same on the West Coast, but it takes a while. So here's what I'll do. 
We'll see how it works this summer. I will plan a route. We'll take the Mustang 4.6 liter convertible and um, we'll head north and we'll go to Wyoming and uh, Montana and North and South Dakota and we'll go into Minnesota. We'll go down into Iowa and over over to Wisconsin. So it'll be a long trip. We'll come down through Illinois and Indiana. We'll come down into Kentucky and Tennessee. We'll do the route of the blues in Mississippi. We'll come up to Louisiana and Arkansas. We'll work our way over to Oklahoma and then we will work our way home. We'll be gone about five weeks. How does that sound? She said, Dad, it sounds really cool. The other thing is that we will not just do driving. We will not just do fun stuff. Yes, we will do amusement parks. Yes, we will do fun stuff. But it will be a bit of an educational tour as well. We will stop at the Little Bighorn in Montana where Custer met his match. We will stop at the Teddy Roosevelt National Park. We will go to Fargo, North Dakota and see the Roger Maris Hall of Fame exhibit in a shopping mall in Fargo. And so anyway, I said what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw it out to the listeners. And I'm going to say, even though I've been to each of the states, I may not be familiar with some of the stuff that you are familiar with because you are from those respective areas. I gave them the route, and I got inundated with phone calls. One of the questions that I asked was, I said, when we go to Iowa, is there really such a thing as Field of Dreams? I didn't even know in 2002. It was not nearly as well known. It was not nearly as famous as it is now, even though the movie had come out about 12, 13, 14 years before. And I got a call from somebody that said, yeah, it's in Dyersville, Iowa. You ought to stop by. Well, I made contact with Don and Becky Lansing, the folks that own the farm, and uh said, I'd like to do a broadcast. And they said, well, you don't look for publicity. We don't sell a lot of trinkets and trash. We just want to have it out there for the kids. Well, I stopped by, and they liked me. I liked them, and I wound up doing a show from the porch of the home at Field of Dreams. You remember where Kevin Costner and Annie sat on the swing on the front porch? I have done a show from there. And that's because of you. You have told me about places to get pizza, things to see, things to do, all along the route as I've taken my daughter on these trips. We obviously completed the 50 states by the time she turned 16, but where does that bring me? I'm going to try to take off for about three weeks in February, and it doesn't mean the shows are going to go away. doesn't mean that we're not going to keep you thoroughly interested every Saturday and Sunday. But I'm thinking of taking a little driving trip. And I'm thinking of heading south, where it's warmer. Maybe down over Raton Pass, 
down into Albuquerque. And then I'm going to make my way west. I've driven all this before. Maybe do a little bit of Route 66. A couple of our book club members have done Route 66 recently. And then, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to go in at Needles. I don't know if I'm going to go into Blythe. But I'm going to see the old Salton City. Do you even know what Salton City is? I'm going to stop at Zoshua Tree. I'll tell you more about it when we come back. But I need your help on the restaurant show. After 10 o'clock here on the Restaurant Show, it is Sunday, January 22nd. Some good NFL playoff games a little later today. Today is the final day of this year's National Western Stock Show, if you'd like to head out to that. Um, I want to also let Lee in Lakewood, uh, Dana, who got trestles, uh, Melissa, who got Grinelli's last week, give certificates, while Luis Gonzalez very nicely doing a job of producing the show today and taking the calls at 303-696-1971. Sat in for me, but now that I am back and my shoulder is to the wheel, I will get those gift certificates out to you. If you'd like to give me a call, 303-696-1971. So, anyway, you know, I grew up in Southern California, uh, grew up along the beaches of Pacific Palisades in Orange County. My dad and I had a cabin we built out in Zoshua Tree, not in the National Monument, obviously, but between Zoshua Tree and 29 Palms. And uh, and I just thought, uh, I was talking to my daughter, I was talking to her husband, and they said, why don't you think about coming out? And I said, okay, maybe I'll just drive out in February. And my daughter immediately said, well, if you're going to drive out, bring Bailey. All right, so I'll load Bailey in the car. Got a new car from Burke and Cotter Motors in Castle Rock and uh, thought we might break it in. So I've been looking up a little bit, and I didn't realize, you know, we used to go out and go water skiing down at the Salton Sea, but I didn't realize that there was a place called Salton City that had been the brainchild of some of the resort folks that wanted to create a closer and competing place for Las Vegas. And there was a Flamingo Hotel. Anyway, it didn't really catch on. And it's kind of a, not a ghost town, but kind of an abandoned town. And I was reading about it, and I thought, what the heck? I'd like to go see that, and I can swing up into, uh, I can swing up into La Quinta, and I can swing up into Palm Springs and see some friends of mine, and then maybe make my way up north to Santa Barbara, stay a couple days with my daughter, uh, have a couple nice meals out of Montecito at some of the wonderful restaurants out there, and then maybe make my way over to uh, Death Valley, up into Nevada, and come down Highway 50, the loneliest highway, the loneliest road in America. Uh, if you want to read about it, go to Travel and Leisure, or just Google loneliest road in America. And... Um, Looks like it'll be absolutely wonderful, and by then, um, you know, I'll be in. I come back into the state through Utah and uh, work my way home. And my point to you is, I would love, I would appreciate any input you can give me. Now, I've only given you a rough outline of the route. It's still a work in progress, and. You know, yeah, I've done, I've stood on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. And yes, I've stayed at the hotel in Gallup, New Mexico, 
where all the movie stars stayed when they were making the John Wayne, John Ford Western movies down in that part of the world. And yeah, I've even dropped as far south as Tucson and gone through uh, Tombstone and the gunfight at the OK Corral. And I've stayed a little bit farther north and gone through Four Corners, Shiprock, New Mexico, Four Corners, where you can stand in four states in one spot. And so I've done a lot of it, but I just thought that you might have some suggestions. And uh, if you would send them to me, email them to me at mike at mikeboyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. I would really appreciate it. I have always said that this show is a collaborative effort. You have never hesitated to call me and say, we're going to Hawaii. Which island? What should we do? I'll tell you. I'll help you. Mike, we're going here. We're going there. Carol Murray, what a delightful lady she is. She and her husband are going to join us in March. Hadn't been to Mexico in 20 years, but she said, you know what? Would you meet me for lunch at Pegasus and talk a little bit about Mexico? And now they're going. So I'm happy to share my extensive travel knowledge, but I would like you to also share with me, as you have in the past, your uh, knowledge of particular areas where you may be more familiar. Maybe you're from there. Maybe you have relatives there. Maybe you just do a lot of traveling in that area. I love driving trips when I'm not in a particular hurry. It's not going to be one of these where I leave here on a Tuesday morning and expect to be in Santa Barbara Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock in time for breakfast. That's not the way I roll. I'll be just taking things a little bit easier. Obviously, we'll stop and we'll probably do a little bit of a hike. We'll probably check out a few of the old uh, uh, ruins down in New Mexico, some of the old forts, some of that type of stuff. New Mexico's got a lot, a lot of rich history and probably do a little bit the same in Arizona. I didn't know that there was a Clarkdale, Arizona, named after William Clark, who was one of the three richest people in America back in the 1800s, late 1800s. Started, you know what? He's the guy that Clark County, Nevada, is named for because he got Las Vegas started. So anyway, I just am looking forward to some of that stuff, and if you would help me, I would really appreciate it. All right, something else I would like you to help me with. As of close of business today, Black Eyed Peas will go from nine restaurants to eight. Please, please, please slow down before you hit send on your text, hit send on your email, Freak out and say, Black Eyed Peas are going away. The store on Colorado Boulevard will experience its last hurrah today, opening at 11 o'clock. And I've got Steve Shaw, the owner of the Black Eyed Peas, on to explain what is going on. Steve, good morning. Nice to have you back. You were with me yesterday. Welcome to the Sunday Show. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. All right, so... We put this on the air, and you made it very clear that even though nine is a good number, you're going to eight for a very specific reason. Colorado Boulevard, a lot of businesses around, a lot of empty offices. 
you combine that with the unreasonable, I think, minimum wage that Denver has imposed the first of this month, even higher than the federal, even higher than the state. And then you take five-digit property tax increases year after year after year, and since your lease was running out, you said, we are out of here. And uh, does that pretty much sum it up? Oh, that's 100% correct, Mike. And you also said that you would love to have a number nine, maybe even a number 10. I know that I made an introduction a while back where you thought you might even get up to number 10. That was before you thought you were going to close the Colorado Boulevard. So I, we threw it out on the air. And I heard from Lorraine and Aurora. She said, Mike, we need a black-eyed pea in Aurora. And, <coughs> pardon me, I heard from Kelly. And Kelly said the Bent Fort Grill on Islip closed. That would make a great black-eyed pea. And you responded to me when I sent this to you, and you said, Aurora City Council is in the process of proposing a 20 $3 an hour minimum wage, and that might not allow a viable business model for a new business to go in there. So we got a lot of response, and why don't you let the listeners know, first of all, what's going on today, and then how we will go forward. Yeah, today is our last day, so we'll be closing up at 8 p.m., um, a sad day, Mike. It's We've been there over 35 years, uh, steady clientele. And, you know, this is one of those stores that just didn't pop back after COVID. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of office buildings, as you talked about, up and down Colorado Boulevard that are honestly not occupied or minimally occupied. And that's where we used to get our big lunches from. This used to be one of our top stores. But I'll tell you what, over the last few years, Denver has made it very, very difficult to survive with a small business uh, between the, the property taxes and the higher minimum wages and and so on and so forth. And I've reached out to the landlord several times uh, for a little bit of help. And, and so our lease is expiring and we weren't able to, you know, continue moving forward with this store. But yes, I definitely want to find at least one, if not a second location. All of our other stores are doing excellent, um, great clientele. A lot of them are, are, are your listeners as well. And it's just, you know, we are definitely not closing up. And that, that happens when you close a store. That's where the rumors start that, oh, my gosh, the whole concept's going under. That's definitely not the case. Well, you know, that is the American way, Steve, whether it's the public or the media. They want to just think that they are the first to know. Accuracy be damned. Folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can get a $100 gift certificate on the restaurant show. is the time here on the restaurant show talking with Steve Shaw, the owner and operator of nine black eyed peas until close of business today. 
There will be eight when they open up tomorrow. They will be in Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Castle Rock, Westminster. They will be in Inglewood and Lakewood. They will be, I can't remember all of them, but at any rate, the store on Colorado Boulevard will be closing today at 8 o'clock. We've given you the reasons why. But, you know, one of the listeners sent me a note and said, uh, here's a place that I would suggest would be good for a black-eyed pea. Steve would like to have nine, maybe even ten. And he said, you're welcome. Just give me a free dinner for four there, and we'll call it good. And I thought to myself, Steve, why don't we do this? We are getting suggestions from Dennis and Conifer, and we're getting suggestions from Celia and Roger, and we're getting suggestions from Monica and many, many others. If somebody suggests a location for you, and I know you want to go in a lot of different places, and we can talk about that. But let's do this. If a listener contacts me, Mike at MikeBoyle.com, and you wind up looking at this place, and you wind up liking it, and from my lips to God's ears, you open up another black-eyed pea, let's invite that listener to enjoy a $100 gift certificate at the black-eyed pea of his or her choice. How does that sound, Steve? Oh, absolutely. You know, I was flabbergasted last night when you started sending over those texts. I'm, and what did I say the last sentence, Mike? I think we're going to find our next location from one of your listeners. Well, you know what? You're busy. You're trying to operate a lot of restaurants. You've got a big catering operation. Uh, you've got an infrastructure of your staff. You've got Alex, who's a wonderful director of operations. But you don't have time to be perusing websites, driving around town, looking for now available signs in buildings. But we've got a lot of listeners on this show that have a vested interest in having a black IP in their neighborhood. Um, I know that uh, one listener said that Mimi's Cafe right near Park Meadows would be a great location. You text me back and you said, Mike, she is absolutely right. But we can't because why, Steve? Well, another restaurant concept has already bought in that building. Uh, in fact, uh, a, mut- a mutual friend of ours that's running um, Jacks on Pearl. Um, so that's going to be their second location. I-, I think that would have been a great location for a Black Eyed Pea, but they snagged it. <laughs> We've gotten a suggestion up in the Wheat Ridge area. We've gotten a number of them. So, listeners, Mike at MikeBoyle.com. While you're on your way to work, while you're on your way to church, while you're taking kids to soccer practice, I know that you drive by places and you say, I wonder why they are no longer in business. Well, maybe the owners are now 60, 70 years old, and they want to retire. Maybe they're 75, and they pass it on to the kids, and the kids don't want to be in the restaurant business. There's a lot of reasons that those restaurants may be available. But this is a restaurant professional that has been in the business for years, Steve Shaw, and it might be a great location for a black-eyed pea. Steve, if somebody's listening in um, Colorado Springs... Would you be interested in a second location in Colorado Springs if it popped up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, like you said earlier in the show, you had you know brought another person and myself together to you know, to have a second location in Colorado Springs, and it, that that one didn't uh, come to fruition. But yeah, absolutely. And folks, 
Got another. Here's a wonderful email from Monica, and I think she might sum up what Steve Shaw is thinking. Hearing the news that the Black Eyed Pea is closing the location on Colorado Boulevard in Florida makes me sad. I grew up in Denver and can remember that restaurant being there forever. Before moving out of Denver, we ate there. But we got smart and moved out of Denver a very long time ago. We, all in caps, never go into Denver anymore. And folks, I know I'm talking to an awful lot of people in the city and county of Denver, and I'm not dissing on your town, but I will tell you this, that the video that Stephen Tubbs did about Denver and decay um, should give us all pause for some of the things that are going on. Anyway, Monica suggested a location, and Steve, I have a feeling you might be checking that location out. Oh, that one over off of Arapahoe Road and University? Absolutely. And All right, I terrific. think that would be a great location. All right, so we just want to make sure that people understand that um, – it's Denver only, and I'll bet that over the last three weeks since you told the staff, two weeks since the word has begun to get out, that there have been all sorts of rumors and inaccurate information flying around. Is that accurate to say? Yeah, and that's pretty typical of any time you even close one restaurant. Um, we did put up posters in the building um, you know, for our guests to see, and and obviously talked to our employees a few weeks ago and, um, you know, making sure that they were comfortable knowing that they still have a job. We have other black eyed peas. And then even on the poster that we put in the restaurant for our guests, tell you how far our lowest, you know, our next location is like the Inglewood store is only 2.2 miles from the Colorado Boulevard store. So if somebody pulls in and goes, well, I, I didn't know it was closed here. They can look down, and hopefully, um, those posters don't get taken down too quickly from the from the landlord. But it, uh, it it has helped us in the past. When we closed our Fort Collins store, oh, this is back in 2012, our volume doubled for that month, and you know all of our guests came out of the woodwork and just really wanted to, you know, pay homage to the employees, to the managers that have been there forever. And the same thing's happening in Colorado Boulevard right now. We've got a lot, a lot of loyal customers coming in every day just because they know that today's going to be the last day. Would you consider Aurora? It's obviously the second biggest market in Colorado. But, uh, you know, I got an email from a longtime restaurant um, expert, restaurateur, background owner, um, after the show yesterday, and he said, an awful lot of people just don't have any concept of what it takes to have a successful business. Would a $23 minimum wage in Aurora, uh, will that preclude you from even looking over there? What are your thoughts on that market? Well, if I was able to find the right location and our volume, I knew for sure could handle that kind of wages, then I would. Uh, but I'd have to be really, really sure that that was a primo location. And honestly, Mike, if it's that good of a location, it's already – it has a restaurant there already. The ones that go out of business is because it wasn't in a great location or they just didn't operationally do a good job. And that's what I'd have to take a look at and 
ask questions about. But the, yeah, the twenty-three dollar minimum wage. Our, our cooks, honestly, Mike, make more than that. It's it. The minimum wage is for set up for your high schoolers or your very very short part-time people and our servers. Our servers, their primary income is tips. And so when you raise minimum wage to a wage like that, plus tips, it's really hard operationally to stay in business. Well, and I think that that's what, you know, if you're going to give on the wage side, you probably have to give, or you're probably going to have to get on the entry side whether it's the lease, the cam charge, the purchase price of the building and the property, whatever it happens to be, the reasonableness of the property taxes, wherever you happen to be. So it takes a lot of ingredients to make up a good stew. You can't just say, well, fine, that's a good lease, but this is too much of a labor cost, or this labor cost is fine, but this rent won't work. So it just takes a lot of elements to make sure that you're going to be successful down the road. You not only want to open a store, but you want to have the long-term viability, and you want to have the long-time success of it for both the customers and the staff and the company. It's like a three-legged stool. Every peg, every leg has to be uh, able to help sustain the stool. Oh, you're absolutely correct in looking down the future because we don't sign one-year leases. We sign 10- and 20-year leases. So I have to be very comfortable once I put my name on that piece of paper that this door is going to be successful moving forward, not just this year, but every year that we're in that lease. And that's that's where all the stars to be aligned. All right, so his name is Steve Shaw. He owns the Black Eyed Peas. Go buy the Colorado store. It's been rocking the last couple weeks. I mean, it's been absolutely crazy busy, and it's been crazy this weekend. It'll be crazy today, and you don't have to worry. A lot of times when a restaurant closes, if you get there at 11, they got the full menu. If you get there at 2, they got half the items. If you get there at 6, they have about three things left on the menu. The Black Eyed Pea is staffed and stocked and ready to serve you at Colorado Boulevard today. And you know what? Well, Mike, if they have food left over, they've got eight other restaurants to take it to. The staff will be going to eight other restaurants. So get on by and say hello. Tomorrow they'll wake up with eight. But if you would like to send me an email or a text message when we come back, I will give you my cell phone number where you can text me what you think might be a good location, and you just might get yourself a $100 gift certificate to that black-eyed pea when it opens up. Steve Shaw, thanks an awful lot. Go have some fun today, buddy. I bet you're going to have some fun, aren't you? Probably a little laugh, probably a little tears. (laughs) A lot of that. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. All right, buddy. Have a great day. His name is Steve Shaw. My name is Mike Boyle. Let's take a break on The Restaurant Show. Happy to have you with me. Um, I want to thank Jack for uh, sending in a suggestion 
up in the, uh, I guess, Wads and Bowls. That would be, what would that be? Wadsworth and Bowls. I guess that would be southwest Denver. I'm not exactly sure what the uh, town would be. But at any rate, I um, want to thank him for sending that in. If you have any suggestions, send them to me at mike at mikeboyle.com. Or you can send me a text, okay? Now you say, well, Mike, not many talk shows put out their cell phone numbers. That doesn't bother me. That's my business line. I answer 24-7. I'd appreciate it if you didn't take advantage of the 24-7 and call it midnight, 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever. But my cell number is 303-903-0017. And Lewis has it if you want to call him, 303-903-0017. If you want to call Lewis at 696-1971, he can give you that number as well. So getting back to my driving trip, I was thinking that – you know, I'd probably take a couple weekends, and on the road, remember the old Charles, it was Charles Corralt, right? On the road with Charles Corralt, and uh, uh, he would tell you places that he's been, places that he's going, places that he's seeing, and um, I just thought, you know, I'm very familiar, and I don't want to get, I don't want to say to myself, well, I've already been to this town, or I've already been here, so I'm going to just go a little bit faster. I've, uh, I'd like to maybe spend a little bit of time at Lake Havasu City. I've never been there. Remember the audio book I did, My Vietnam, A Gift to My Daughter? Well, the author lives in Lake Havasu City, and he said, why don't you come on by? We'd like to meet you, because we've only talked over the phone. Um, I did the whole book for him. And uh, it is in circulation as an audio book. You can also get the regular hardcover book. But at any rate, um, and, you know, Topak, Arizona. I remember crossing over the bridge there uh, on the Colorado River and, uh, and, um, and how nice it was down there. We'd go down there when we were in college and uh, just have ourselves a good old time. So maybe if you've got a couple suggestions for me, I would love to hear from you. 303-696-1971, um, I'm going to try to avoid the Vegas-Barstow area. I'm going to try to stay a little bit farther south. Uh, Borrego Springs, uh, you know, that was featured in the Harry Bosch television series. You know, he and his daughter Maddie would go out there to relax a little bit. Um, so maybe you have a nice restaurant in um, – Palm Springs. Maybe you have a restaurant in Zoshua Tree, maybe Yucca Valley. Yucca Valley um, actually has a place outside of it called Pioneer Town. And it is a town that was created by the movie industry to use in Western movies. So it had a saloon, it had a general store and it had a lot of other stores and a lot of other homes and people actually lived in them and were compensated uh, probably a minimal amount but they were compensated to leave their establishment looking like an old west town so that they didn't have to build a complete new movie set every time they wanted to make a Western movie. Then you go down into Morongo Valley. That's always very nice. You get into the old Cabazon. Cabazon used to be a speed trap on our way out to the Zoshua Tree National Monument. Um, Now it's 
primarily casinos. Um, speaking of casinos, you know, I was watching football last night, and the casinos advertise a lot on sporting events. And that's fine. I, I, casinos are not my bag, okay? I've been to Blackhawk. I've been to Cripple Creek. I spent a lot of time in Vegas when I was in California. We played some sports up there and so forth. But I love the ads because every casino ad is absolutely Victoria's Secret gorgeous women having a ball at a casino. Um, call me a skeptic, but I just haven't seen that look a lot when I've been in a lot of casinos. Anyway, I got off track a little bit, but let's do this. I can't believe we've got an hour in the book already. Black Eyed Pea is 10.59. In one minute, they are going to open on Colorado Boulevard until 8 o'clock today. Their last hurrah in the city of Denver. Eight of the stores will open tomorrow at 11 o'clock for business as usual. You want to give me a call in the next hour? 303-696-1971. Let's take a break for the news. We're going to talk with Bevic of Curry Kingdom. We're going to talk with Warren Erpson about the new travel package we put together also on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.